the idiosyncratic guy. First episode of my thirties, man. Happy birthday to me. Just finished celebrating my thirtieth birthday, man. What a weekend! The idiosyncratic guy podcast. Another episode for the books. For those who don't know, my name is George Cruz. Uh, I'm not introducing myself like that. Y'all should know who I am by now. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Just me rocking out by myself. I just wanted to talk about my L.A. weekend. This was, I want to say, the greatest birthday weekend I've ever had. Um, the greatest birthday I had. Turning 30 was definitely a great experience, uh... You know, I, I now see the hype of it, and I'll get into more of that. I, I feel I feel different. I feel different, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. I'm I'm glad I got to live to see thirty. A lot of people couldn't do that. Uh, first and foremost, salute to those who couldn't make it to see their thirties. Salute to those who got to you know make it to their thirties but couldn't live long to talk about it much. Um, that's definitely what I did when I first turned 30. Once it hit midnight, I definitely pray, thank God, everything. And, um, my first birthday text or call was from, I believe my niece was first, then my mom's. I, all, all my loved ones shouted me out first. I, I like that. I love that feeling. But, um, let me, I'm going to start off by saying uh, what made me want to go to L.A., well, being born in February, anybody who's born in February know this, especially early in February like myself. I was like, yo, it's always a blizzard. I don't want to be in New York. I, I just want to change the weather. Like, that was my main thing. So I was like, wherever I could go to change the weather, I'm going to go for it. My original idea was to go out of country. But I started looking like, ah, you know, let me stay in the States because I realize I don't really travel much in the States. I always look at out of country stuff, but not in the States, really. And there's a lot of dope places in the United States. So I was like, let me check that out. So I came up with L.A. I was just like, you know, I've never been on the West Coast before. Let me try that out. So um, when I first was telling, like, all my closest people, they was like, do you know anybody? That's everybody first thing. No, first question is, Who's go, who's going with you? I went by myself, and the main reason I went by myself is because I didn't want to deal with the hassle of, man, I want to do this, uh, I want to do that. I got to make sure I have the right people. Then the fact of the matter is a lot of people aren't reliable. Like, I always, you know, hit people up, say, hey, yo, let's do let's do that. Is the whole, oh, I don't know, or, you know, it's, in my life, sad to say, is either they don't have the money or they don't have the mindset. So it's never, like, really in between. And then when I do find those in between, I don't know. It's like they flop last minute. A lot of people are just talkers. Um, I definitely want to experience this with certain people, hit them up. Uh, at the time, certain people couldn't make it due to obligations or, you know, things held them back, such as uh, crimes, air quotes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't want to incriminate anybody or anything, but it's, you know, and I, I understand that some people, you know, they have, you know, stay at work or they don't have the time to take off. Um, I had the time and I'm going to get into more detail of working and taking off and everything in a little bit, 
But so I was just like, you know what, let me go by myself. This was the first time I've ever done a full trip by myself, meaning I went there by myself and stayed by myself. Previous trips, I went on a plane by myself, but I always met the person there. So um, I knew some people, I'll say two people, two or three people that live in L.A. Um, so I was like, you know, maybe I'll just, you know, link up with them, whatever, whatever. But ultimately, I was like, I know I'm going to be by myself, so let me prepare myself. So leading up to it, I kept thinking, like, where am I going to stay? Like, you know, what part of L.A.? But I, first of all, let me just say for the record, I thought L.A. was kind of like New York where I knew it was split up, but it was really surrounded and everybody was kind of near each other. That is not the case. That is not the case, man. And I'm um, really explaining more a little later, but, like, my planning of, you know, getting the right hotel and stuff, in a, in a way, I kind of freestyled it. I didn't book my hotel until, I want to say, two or three days prior to my trip. Yeah, I didn't plan it. Like, I, like leading up to it, I would look on, you know, Booking.com, Expedia, and everything. But I didn't I didn't book it until, like, two to three days before. Um, my flight was booked months ago, though. I booked my flight uh, through an app called Hopper. I got wind of it by listening to a, a podcast. I forgot what. Uh, we Are The Light, I believe. And basically, Hopper is a... An app where it lets you know when uh, plane prices go up and down and lets you know the perfect time to book it. I paid $240 to $260 for my flight. So that's flight from New York to LA, a round trip, nonstop. And I love nonstop trips because I don't think I could do a connected flight, but I don't you know what. It might happen in the future. I might do a connected flight just to see it, and I think it will give a better experience for me because it will give me a chance to say, okay, I was in this city at least for this time. So maybe one day I'll do a connected flight. So, But, uh, yeah, I did the nonstop. Um, it was five hours, like five and a half hours. Um, but, yeah, I got a good deal off of that. So leading up to... Um, the first night, I went out there on the 8th. My birthday is the 9th. So the first night, I booked I booked the hotel at in Inglewood. And I, what was the name of it? I forgot the name of it. Um, Travelogue. That's what it is, Travelogue. Um... It was a shitty hotel, but, I mean, it's what you expect. And that's another thing with me. Um, looking at my previous trips, I realized I wasn't in my hotel much. So I didn't really – I looked at it like I didn't care. So it was like, you know, I'm just booked because I'm going to be out anyway. So boom. Um, so my first trip um, in tra- uh, out there, it was yeah, like I said, it was in Inglewood. Um, I knew I knew prior to that that was the hood. I didn't. It was like that shocked me. Like watching movies and shows, like straight out of Compton, Insecure, just the wood, everything. Just 
all of that came to a part, like, knowing, like, okay, this is L.A., this is how it is. I knew what I was uh, signing up for. It's not bad, It's not bad though, it's, and I want to state that right now. It's not like, at least when I was out there, it didn't look bad. Um, you got to understand, I wanted to stay by the airport, so, because I was like, I know when I get off, I'm going to be kind of tired and just want to relax. I was like, let me get something close to it. I originally was going to stay at the West End, but they was, I believe they was booked or something. I forgot what made me not go, but I'm familiar with the West End because that's where I stayed when I was in DR. And I was like, okay, cool, which I look back and I kind of wish I would have. But so I stayed at this travel lodge thing. Pretty random, you know, cheap hotel. What you expect? It's kind of like one of them things where you can't get too much out of it, but you understand why. So uh, I booked for one night. Uh, I just basically walked around, see what's around. I, uh, it wasn't much to look at. It wasn't you know really anything. So I just basically FaceTime a couple of my peoples, let them see the. Uh, the area and everything, I was definitely uh, moved, air quote, by the palm trees. I, uh, it was just, it was just a different feeling. It felt good to not have to wear layers of clothes or a sweater or anything like that. So, um, yeah, that was just basically my first night. I basically uh, looked around. I grabbed something from a place called Carl's Jr. I guess that's the L.A. version of Burger King. I I believe they got a Burger King out there, but I guess if I had to compare, or maybe that's their five guys. Nah, I don't think that's their five. I think In-N-Out is their five guys. I don't know, but it, it's one of them fast food joints, and there's a lot of them out there I saw. Um, so basically I ate that, went to sleep, woke up, and then I... Went to get a, it was a twenty four hour subway around there, and now when I woke up, it was like I want to say like one in the morning, and I noticed the time difference. I noticed that when I called my moms and talked to my nieces and them, the time differences from L A to N Y is three hours. It was three hour difference. So when I when I, what time did I get out there? I got out there at, I believe I got out there like a, it was 3 o'clock, but it was 6 o'clock over there. Over here, well, here, I'm back in New York now, I'm saying. So it was 3 in L.A., but it was 6 in New York. So, you know, they like really getting their night done and ready to go to sleep and uh, you know, I was talking to them throughout the day. Um, so when I woke up at one, it was uh, it was uh, four o'clock, and I know yeah, my mom's was the first one to text me happy birthday because she was getting ready for work. I remember that. So and she wasn't she she wanted to call, but she wasn't sure if I was up, and I just happened to be here because I woke up and got something to eat. But um, yeah. Uh, so like I said, I booked for one day. So, that checkout time was 12. 
So I'm like, all right. When I officially got up, which was about, i say, 8 o'clock, because after I went to get that subway, I went to sleep. I was like, you know, let me check out some more places. And I came up with this idea when I was talking to my cousin. Like, I know that they tape insecure around this area, you know. And I did, I did that throughout my trip. I would think about places in L.A. that I would look at, like, you know, from shows. I'd be like, yo, I wonder where they taped and everything. I can do that on, you know, spare time. I like trivia and stuff. Um, and I know Insecure was taped not too far. So I was like, all right, let me go over there, check it out. So I ended up uh, being over there by the Duns. Uh, I did that after my checkout. Um, and it was another place I wanted to go see. What was that other place? I know I, I saw that one and. Uh, I wanted to see like the place from Grand Theft Auto Five too. Uh, I I think yeah I did. I get to that a little later. But um yeah I went to the Duns and uh, surprisingly it was a lot of people that came. I, like I was you know after I went there, I sat down and I'm just chilling, and a lot of people pulled up to take a picture of it. And I'm like, and it's funny, they took one before I did because I just went there to look and they all just stopped. And I was like, oh, crap, they really did. So I wonder how the people that live there feel about that. So I'm sitting there like, yo, this thing is really, but that's what happened when the show or movie go big, people want to like be there. Like I think people feel like that with um, power being taped in New York and stuff. They, the spots, they're, like, known after they're on TV. Uh, difference is power. Truth is not a real club. It's actually a, it's a, not a storage place, but it's like an open space. They kind of do that on their own. Um, but, yeah, so after that, I was like, all right, let me go to my next location. Um, I, I booked two um, hotels because I stayed out there for what, one, two, three nights. So the second hotel I went to was in Santa Monica because I heard that Santa Monica Pier is a nice place, you know. And I was like, I want to go to the beach anyway. So I was originally going to go to Long Beach. I forgot what made me not go there. Oh, yeah, I spoke to somebody that I knew lived out there and he told me, he recommended me to book somewhere like Beverly Hills or West Hollywood. So I, I was like, you know, I took the suggest but I, I remember Santa Monica being a big thing. So I was like, alright, let me go to the pier. The pier is actually one of the places that was on Grand Theft Auto 2. Grand Theft Auto 5 too. I don't want people to think Grand Theft Auto 2. It was on Grand Theft Auto 5 as well. Um... I'm trying to think, was it still called Santa Monica Pier? I can't remember the pier name. Because sometimes, you know, games and shows, they change the name. That's one thing Insecure did, too. They changed a lot of names on the thing. But the Duns is the Duns. So when I booked the one for Santa Monica, I looked at the spots around there. I went to an inn, the Comfort Inn. Now, I got it for like, and it's funny, I got the hotels for cheap. The last two hotels I got, I got them real cheap. I booked one, the Santa Monica, and then one in West Hollywood. The one in Santa Monica, I was thinking, you know what, let me, I'm going to go in order on this one. Like, uh, So when I'm booking it, I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, 
let me just, you know, once again, I just get in a hotel, just, you know, sit down. I'm going uh, to be walking around anyway. Um, so I'm like, all right, I got to get from the Duns all the way to Santa Monica, which is, that was a... About a half hour drive. So um, originally, because when I was while I was um, chilling at the Duns, I saw a taxi, so I got the number when it passed. I was about to call it, but then I'm like, you know what? I never took a Lyft or Uber, like none. I never took one before. So I was like, let me try this out real quick. Like it's my 30th birthday, new chapter. Like let me see this. Probably I never. Never. So I'm like, all right. So I'm looking at the difference. I'm like, what's the difference between Uber and Lyft? Da da da. Like, and um, then I started thinking like I wanted something black owned. So at the time, I thought Lyft was the black owned one because I know I heard there was some type of black owned uh, uh, taxi service. It happened to be Dose. Uh, I'm gonna check that out too. But um, because I mean I saw that on um like Google or something, or black owned something. Because when Uber had that whole racial scandal thing, everybody was like, let's go to, you know, whatever, a black owned, black people. We were like, let's go to, and I'm saying we because I don't want to make it seem like different. I'm very big on black owned business, which I'm going to get into heavy a little later. But, uh, but I thought Lyft was it because I can't. I remember Uber and Lyft. I didn't think of the name at the time, and I didn't feel like googling black black owned Uber. But um, so I, you know, downloaded. Lyft. I downloaded both of them, but I ended up using Lyft. Um, so I for I you I I got I caught me a Lyft. Um, guy pulled up. I, I like it. Is they let you know. Who's pick you up? What kind of car? It lets you know if other people are gonna be in there with you and this and that. So when I caught the um, caught the lift, first driver, first ever experience was this guy named John, white guy, older. Um, picked me up. You know he's talking me a lot. So that's one thing about me. I was like, I'm thinking we just gonna sit down. I knew he was gonna possibly talk, but. You know, he was really, he, he's keeping the conversation up. So, you know, he asked me, like, where I'm from and everything, yada, yada. You know, the typical thing. He wished me a happy birthday. Um, told him while I was out there. So we driving. Um, John was, he was a cool guy. The only thing that turned me off about John, let me not say turned off, that sounds kind of gay, it I wasn't feeling about John was that I'm not into politics, so I don't care about what goes on. I really feel like things suck when it comes to politics. It's already it's already set. We just kind of just speaking our opinion on it. But I'm not the guy to talk to about politics. So whenever the conversation come up, I keep silent. I'm not registered to vote. I really. Don't feel like uh, my vote can change something. I know that sounds weird. As somebody as positive as me, I'm just not convinced. I mean, I'm will. I'm. I have an open mind to it, but I've been like this for this many years. So I mean, I respect and wish the best to anybody who tried to convince me otherwise.
So when um, John, we talk like we talk about a lot of stuff, like you know, the difference between New York and LA, uh, this um, the weather, pizza, food, just food in general, everything. Then he just randomly says, "Listen, I, you know, I whether you love him or whether you hate him." Donald Trump is our president, so you have to show him some respect. I don't people disrespect him and stuff. I mean, uh, I get it, but he's our president. You have to respect him. I don't know where the hell that came from, but I'm like, first off, whoa. And then the second thing I'm thinking is, is this guy serious? Like, Dude, do you not hear the things that Donald Trump say? Like, what do what are we talking about? Like, I, I'm I'm lost on. Do you not understand? Like that the, in this because like as a white man saying that to a black man is like, bro, this how we going? You have to understand. You are in a service where I have to rate you. That one right there, I was like, yo. You just knocked off a star, homie. Like, bro. So I didn't respond. I just, I gave one. I just, mm. like, and anybody who know me know that my, mm, it's always something. It could be good, bad, ugly. I was just like, I didn't even want to talk after that. Like, I, I swear to God, after that, and he tried to, like, have a conversation. I just, nah. I got on my phone ASAP. Like, I was always on my phone through that ride, but. Yeah, he wasn't talking after that, but it was good for him because we pretty much was arriving to the destination anyway. But I was like, nah, like I'm not respecting someone who talk like that. That guy is reckless, like. But like I said, I'm I'm not just not the politics. But fuck Trump, like I'm saying right now, all that make America great, man. Make America black. Make America black. Sick of hearing white America. Nah, man. Afro-American, but, um, so yeah, right there, that's turned, so, like I said, it was a good thing we reached our destination, um, you know, I thank him for the ride, all in all, it was a good ride, you know, he, uh, I told him about how, uh, I, you know, I want to be a talk show host in my future, and, and this and that, and I was hoping I could run into the Jimmy Kimmel show, but I know that's, like, on weekdays, but, I no, I wasn't gonna be in that area on the weekday because my birthday fell on a Friday, and um, like I said, that Friday I was in Santa Monica. So I, I ultimately I gave him a, I gave him five stars. I didn't let that, even though I shouldn't have. I didn't let that one thing because ultimately I wanted to weigh the good. And I, I it's funny I was originally going to give him four stars, and then I was going to write yeah he turned me off with the Trump talk where I was like. Let me not be that guy. It's my 30th birthday. So I get to the comfort end. And um, the thing with the hotels, like, you have to, uh, uh, the check-in is 3 o'clock. Um, with me, luckily, I got to um, check out at the original travel log at 12. And it took me like an hour to get to the done, so I burnt the hour, and then the ride was half a uh, half hour. But um, I did some sightseeing, so I basically burnt enough time to get there around like two o'clock. 
And I asked her, like, I was like, you know, is it ready? And she was like, yeah, it's ready and everything. So she gave me the keys and everything. You know, the Wi-Fi, what they do. And I went to my room. Yo, I'm expecting, I remember, I went to the one in the Englewood. I was, wasn't too much. But I was expecting some, like, hood crap and everything. Nah. That freaking hotel was sweet. The inside, oh, man, like... It looked like a freaking business oriented. Like that was, the, and it's funny. I and when I booked, I was just booking it quick, so I was just like, you know, get whatever I can. Because I was originally going to stay at the Travel Lodge again, but they said they was booked for the night, which I think that's a blessing in disguise. Yo, that comfort in that. Yo, I walked in that room. I got a little little office desk. Is what I call it. Nice screen, flash screen TV. That's uh, mounted on uh, the wall. Um, nice drawer. I had two beds. I was like, oh, shit, two uh, queen, what was it, queen size beds? Two queen size beds. Uh, very comfortable beds. Like, bathroom looked extremely nice. Um, it was just beautiful. I, I would try to show y'all in the video, but... I don't know if I can get in trouble for that. I, I probably can't because I know a lot of people do it, so maybe I'll try to work it in there. But it was beautiful. Like It was just a beautiful room. Like, yo, that's, that was dope. So it was definitely a step up. So that's when I came to the realization that uh, the hotel, it depends on the area because Santa Monica is a beautiful area. Um I definitely enjoyed that big time. Like, oh man, like that was that that goes down as one of the best. No, that was the best hotel I had when I was down there, Santa at Santa Monica Pier. No, Santa Monica. I'm sorry, I'm saying Santa Monica. That's where I ended up. I was in Santa Monica, so the Comfort Inn in Santa Monica. I recommend that to anybody. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got I unpacked my stuff. Um, I wasn't too tired, so I first night I took a shower. You know, I was, and that's oh yeah, the weather. Um, the lowest it got was sixty five degrees. So I'm sweating, which was I was you know I'm coming from New York in the wintertime. Like oh crap, I'm sweating. I know this sounds kind of nasty, but I was actually happy to sweat, like because <laughs> I, I don't like cold and you like you know. Being born in the winter, everybody like, I'm surprised you don't like cold. No, I hate cold. I hate snow. I hate, I don't like being cold. I just, only thing I like cold is my refreshments. I don't like, well, certain f- foods. I even, I don't even think I like cold food. No. Nah, I really don't. I don't like cold food. I like, I like ice cream, but that's not really food. Food is really, but, um, yeah, so I went in and showered. Uh, I got a lot of calls and stuff, and um, I got you know I was, you know called them back. I Facetimed a lot. I think that's what I'm start doing, really Facetiming people. Um, like I said, it was a difference. So it was still early for me, but it was getting late for my peoples. So I um well at least New York people. Um. 
Yeah, pretty much everybody, yeah, because I don't really, I don't have too many people on the west side. All I got is only east side, yeah. I think I got like three, three or four people on the west side. Yeah, so, um, I was originally supposed to link up with somebody, but that fell through. Um, whatever. Um... But like I said, I went there with the intent of being by myself, so it didn't bother me. I, I, and somebody's, uh, my cousin, um, he said that, like, you know, what happened. And my niece even asked me, like, what happened to your friend that you're supposed to get with? And I was explaining to them, like, I came here by myself, so I'm not expecting to be with somebody. So it never bothered me if somebody fell through with their plan or whatever. Like, I knew I was going to be about I think that's the most important thing you need to keep to yourself like just remember you're here by yourself so always you know I always have a plan A, B all the way to Z but just focus on being if you came in alone my mother always told her kids you're born alone you die alone and I just always have that mindset like you gotta remember that and when you rely on people it kind of puts you in a situation where you're vulnerable so I wasn't in that position at all um so I went then to uh, get something to eat. Once again, I hit up this wing stop. I actually ran into it, not even like just walking to it. I was just walking around sightseeing again. Beautiful area. Um, I just haven't run into it. Uh, I noticed with L.A., I, I mean, it's probably the same with New York, but I don't notice it because I live here. L.A. is really big on supporting, like, the Lakers. Like, I've seen, like, a lot of billboards and a lot of, you know, like, even at Wingstop, the bag had, like, something about the uh, Lakers and everything. Like They're really supportive of it. Maybe New York is like that, too. I just don't really pay no mind. They probably are, but I don't – I can't remember a place I went and I've seen, like, the Knicks on, like, a, a – a, a fast food joint. Oh, oh, pardon that. Uh, part of my yarn, but I don't know. I just noticed that. And that was. I, I thought that was. I thought that was cool. So I went back to my room, ate my wings, uh, took a quick nap. So I got up. That's when I was getting ready, and I went to hit the pier. So I, I purposely went to the pier at the house because I was told that it looked nice at night. For those that live in New York, that have never been to L.A., the pier, if I could compare it to something, it's like Coney Island, but cleaner. At least cleaner when I looked at it, but because Coney Island become real dirty. But um, Or rather, I should say the upscale version of Coney Island. Uh, so I went there... It's still my birthday night. Um, you know, I'm like, yo, this. I'm turning 30. Well, I turned 30. I'm sorry, I'm turning 30 years old. I just want to have a fun night, this and that, you know. And being alone never hurt me. That's one thing I explained to my niece, too. It never hurt me because I'm, I'm used alone all the time. Like, And a lot of people like that know me, when it really sink in, they really think about, like, yeah, you really do be alone. Uh, I'm going to quote something that my guy do said, which was funny to me. He said um, he didn't. Re- he forgot that I drive because 
before I got my car, I was everywhere, but I got there on my own. Like, I was never the person to rely on rides and everything. I've always been that, you know, if I want to go somewhere, I go there. So it took him for a loop when he uh, forgot that I had a car. And so that's kind of how i always been. Like, I get places regardless. Like, I don't need people to take me here or there. Like, you know, I, I salute to those who have assisted me, but I always make sure that I have a way there myself just in case. So I'm going to this pier by myself. And I'm walking, and it's not, I, I walked there. It was... um. It was like a half hour to maybe an hour walk. But like I said, I'm a sightseer. I saw a couple of restaurants I wanted to hit up. Uh, I walk, I was by, I walked past uh, Def Jam Islands. I saw it. Uh, I didn't, I said to myself I was going to stop by there on my way back. But, I mean, it was closed anyway. And I don't think they let, you know, the public in there. I think you probably got to have like, business there so I was like I'm gonna definitely go back and get a picture of something you know on my way back but um so yeah I got there pier is beautiful um it stayed oh I don't know what time the rods shut down but I know the beach stay open to midnight which I think is dope I wish New York did that it's nice to be on the beach at night and it was a beautiful place. I got some. I took some pictures. Um, my birthday picture that I posted on Instagram, that one was taken. I took that myself. Um, definitely been stepping up my photography game. Um, it was just beautiful, and that's definitely a place for couples. A lot of couples was out there, and that's definitely recommended. But I and I kept trying to think like how couples do it at Coney Island, but. I don't really think it. it it's a different feel. Like, it was just beautiful to just see. So, um, originally I was going to go on the Ferris wheel, but I was like, you know, let me just walk around, you know, have a couple of games. I didn't get on no ride. I didn't play. I was just really sightseeing and stuff. They had, they had, two, I saw two restaurants. One was uh, Bubba Gump's. I know that. I'm familiar with that because they have one here in New York. Um, and they had one called Marisol, uh, Maria Soul, something like that. I, that's the one I ate at. It is a Spanish joint. Mex- Mexican. It's a Mexican restaurant, right? Because I, I, I believe there's a difference. I've been told it's different between Spanish restaurant and Mexican. I thought there was one the same. Y'all can educate me if I'm wrong. But um, I ate there. And then, uh, now it's funny because the, the menu is in Spanish, but it's a little English. So I'm reading through it, and I just seen one of the things. I can't pronounce it. It has, I saw it says shrimp, and it said, um, uh, not marinated, but um, topped up with, like, lime and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. Like, I'm thinking it's, like, raw shrimp with, like, you know, lime juice squirted on it. Pause. Should I pause that? Yeah. Um, but I'm like, yo, it's my dirty 30. I want to eat good, and I want to drink. I got a big drink. So he bring the plate, and it's like just chopped up raw shrimp with, like, a bunch of stuff in it. 
So then I get my big drink, and I'm like, I'm glad I ordered my big drink because it balanced out the embarrassment. I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm eating it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't what I really would want. So I let me know, like, you know what? I should have just got the steak. I was originally going to get the steak, but I wasn't trying to eat steak. See, the thing with me, too, I wasn't trying to eat too heavy because I know I was going to catch the itis. So I was like, yo, let me not. I don't want to fall asleep because at that time, it was about 8 o'clock. So that's that's about, like, 11 in New York. It was, like, 11, yeah. So I went there. Um, nice restaurant from what I can look at. Like I said, definitely a place. It was a woman next to me. I know she was getting everything I was getting. She she didn't want the margarita. I think that was the margarita I had. Yeah. But she didn't want it because she saw the size of how big it was. It was a real big margarita. Pause. Should I pause that one? I'm not too sure. Um, But uh, I was originally thinking about it. Yeah, that's one of the balls I paused. One of the balls I dropped. Pause again. Um, I'm saying poor because I'm not too sure if I, I'm saying, no, there's some dirty-minded people. It's a, I'm one of them dirty-minded people. What am I saying? So I was going to talk to her, but I was just like, yo, I just want to enjoy I want I wanted to have the most dirtiest fun on my dirty 30 in the dirtiest hours, meaning nighttime. For the, you know, so, and I'm like, it's 8 o'clock. It's early. So... Um, <laughs> I'm looking at like, all right, whatever. But uh, I didn't got to a point where it's like, all right, I'm good. I'm starting to feel it. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm getting there. Uh, I'm in a twilight zone right now. So I'm like, I'm feeling good. So I paid for my stuff, and I, you know, I kept walking on the pier, stuff, looking at stuff, taking pictures, uh, looking at the entertainment. They had a couple people, in them like. Uh, dances on the uh, boardwalk and everything, the pier, whatever. I walked by the amusement side of it again. Um, I had on a Marilyn Monroe shirt, and I noticed this woman following me. Like You know how you walk and you just sense somebody like next to you? So that's how it was. And she, and so when I took my headphones off, took the earplugs out, I heard her say, can I just put you on my Snapchat? And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm looking at, like, I'm trying to find, because I know when I walked by, I saw Funnel Cake. Yeah, I know I love Funnel Cake. Anybody who know me know I love Funnel Cake. So Shorty took a picture, you know, of the shirt and everything. She was like, thank you, I'm going to put it on my Snap. Now, I don't have Snapchat. So I was I didn't think like oh yo what's your snap or nothing like like anytime somebody tell me about their Snapchat I don't have Snapchat so I'm like I'm why, what am I going to ask for? But I didn't think I could have asked that shorty for her number. Like you already took a picture of me like, and she, we could have been on the beach. Oh that that would have been the, the the perfect. I wonder how pe- would a beach yeah this is my question for the public would the beach be a great first date. I'm going to bring that into light later on. But, um, yeah, like, I was just, you know, thinking, like, you know, I want that funnel cake. So I got my funnel cake. <laughs> I got my funnel cake. And um, after that, I just went on the beach, walked around. 
yo, it's just beautiful out there. Like, just it was just a beautiful thing. Like being being on the beach at night, I miss that feeling because they in New York they shut that down. Like once a, a sun go down, I believe you can't be on the uh, the sand anymore. I, they changed that. I think because somebody died or something. I don't know, but they changed that. Maybe in Coney Island. I haven't been to Coney Island Beach in a while, but it's definitely uh, changed a lot. So I just really, it really felt good, man. It was just nice. I got to relax. I then called up the fam, DJ Bronson on uh, Hood Heat Radio, Talk My Crap. We just told about that Quincy Jones joint. Um yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Hood Heat Radio. You know, I'm part of the team as well. Um, at Hood Heat Radio. Spell exactly how it sounds. Um, so, then after that, I was just chilling a little more, taking pictures. And then, I was just like, yo, let me just go back. So, it was, about, it was like 1 in the morning. So I was like, you know, I enjoyed myself. It was real nice. I chopped up with a few people, you know, let me know, like, spots and everything. I took another lift. Uh, This time, and this is where I get real deep. I took a lift, and the driver's name was Kenneth. Kenneth, I believe that was his name. Um, Basically, he's from New York. Now, reason I took a lift back instead of walk back because I was like, yo, I'm starting to feel I'm, I'm in the twilight zone. So I'm like, I bet. For those who don't know, t- I call it twilight. Uh, that's when I'm not drunk, but I'm not sober. I'm like in the twilight. So I'm in that kind of feeling. I find another. I, that's what I used to call I I, I got to come up with a new name, but I kind of like twilight. I like how that sounds. But um, so I'm twilighted. And... I'm talking to him, and, you know, he's like, yo, where you from? Like I said, all Lyft, and I'm sure Uber do this, too. They talk to you to get their uh, the rates up. He's like, yo, uh, where you from? I said, oh, uh, he, he asked him I'm from around here. I said, oh, nah, I'm from New York. Uh, he said, he's from New York, too, this and that. So we basically talked about, you know, difference between New York and L.A., and he told me, like, he's a screenwriter. And I was like, oh, crap. So, you know, my question is, what made you leave New York to come here? Like, you know, because he said he just, he dropped everything and came. So I'm like, that take guts because, like, I be thinking that a lot. Like, yo, sometimes I think, like, I just want to drop everything and just go away. But I always think, like, damn, how I'm going to make money, this and that. But that's kind of what drew me to really being here because it's like while being in my rooms and listening to, like, other podcasts and just interviews, one thing I learned on this trip is that I need to just drop certain things and just go. Like, sometimes things don't need a plan. You can just freestyle. And just even me booking from hotel to hotel, it was just that. That was just what I had to do. And one thing I noticed with me is that my profession, whether it's my career or just a simple job or how I make money, I want that freedom, meaning, like I said earlier, a lot of people couldn't come because they couldn't take time off work or something like that. I don't want to be with a job where I have to put in time. I want to be able to be like, yo, I want to book this flight. I want to go. The only thing that stopped me is myself, not some job that's going to say, well, this person has to take off or, oh, you don't have enough time to take off. Like, 
I want to just be able to go, and I'm not getting that at the current job I have. So I'm, it's time for me to make some changes on that. So that's one thing I learned from him. And I was, you know, I was asking him, you know, what kind of screenwriting he doing this thing. He said he's not on social media, nothing like that. I didn't want, you know, I wasn't trying to play him or nothing like that. But even I had to succumb to be coming back on social media. Like social media plays a big part in everything we do. So. I mean, I, but that's him, you know. Whatever, he didn't. He didn't really plug himself. Well, I plugged myself. The Eosyncratic Guy Podcast. Yo, check it out. Da da da. Uh, Kenneth, you listening? Salute to you. Thanks for the ride. Pause. I know I'm supposed to pause that one. Um, yeah, man. Uh, if you are out there listening, you said you was going to listen. I told you I drop an episode every Tuesday. Um. Yo, link up, man. You screenwriter, like, you know, we could do some business. That's another thing I was learning. Like, I want to keep myself busy, you know, just connecting with people. You know, he's actually the first screenwriter I met. Yeah, I never met anyone that's a screenwriter. So I was like, yo, you know, whatever. But it was just the thought of, like, the fact that he dropped what he did. He came out here. Got himself a, a lift job, which I think is a dope job for them. Uh, people who looking for jobs, if you have a car, a clean car and everything, I think that's a good job. You get a lot, especially in L.A., I, I say that to them, like, y'all, must, y'all real lucky. Y'all must get, like, a lot of celebs and stuff, so that's pretty dope, man. Salute to all the lift drop, Uber, Dose, all those type of taxi drivers, whatever. Salute to y'all. Y'all much appreciated. Oh, yeah, and another thing that I salute to Kenneth on, I really hope that's your name because, I, like I said, I was Twilight, so I I've, I have really forgot that uh, his name really when I got out the uh, left. But um, he was also putting me on to some places to go to. Uh, he told me about the Sky Bar and uh, other places. So I was like, now that's when I was like, I'm going to go there because my next night was going to be in West Hollywood or just Hollywood in general. You just say Hollywood. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to check them out and everything. Um, So I get back to the room. <laughs> Yo, I haven't done this well, so I'm I'm chopping it up with my fam and – me and him talking, and I remember I'm I'm charging my phone. I remember I had my laptop open and snap. We was talking. We just talking about you know me doing business and everything, and you know what we usually talk about. Always a great convo with the fan Bronson. So, like I said, I'm Twilight. So I know I just like notice I'm up. And the room quiet. I look at my phone. It's being charged. My laptop on. So I'm like, all right. I know I was on the phone. So I'm, at this point, I'm thinking I was dreaming. Like, yo, I really just drunk my 30th birthday? Like, nah, that can't be. So... <laughs> I, I like you know it was it was early so I didn't, I couldn't hit him up even though it was a three hour difference I was like he probably sleep so I was like let me wait till later so um you know morning I just got things situated this and that yeah yeah looking some things up um 
So I got I had to be checked out of there at eleven. So I'm like, dang, I gotta be checked out there at eleven. I can't check into the one in West Hollywood till three. So I'm like, dang, what I'm gonna do? So I was like, maybe I hit the pair up again. But this time I'm gonna have luggage with me because I had like a bag where I kept like I had my own North Facebook bag where I kept like my laptop, my camera, my mic. And my books, and then I had my luggage where they had the clothes and stuff. So I'm thinking, like, do I want to go to the pier with all this stuff? So I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So um, uh, I checked out. Oh, my bad. I checked out, and I went to this spot up the block from there. Um, Milo and Olive, I believe the name is. I posted a picture of it. I bought a bacon, egg, and cheese. You know, typical New York guy. But that joint was fancy. Like, they, they gave me, like, kale on it. I think that was kale on the side. Uh, and it was, like, on a, a type, different type of bun. It cost $14. So, obviously. And they put a lot of egg in it. That's I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, it was a fancy bacon. The but the, um bun was buttered was I supposed to pause that I'm not too sure um but toasted and it was good it was really good um the staff was friendly as you know most of the staff in LA um I know this kind of sucked to say but it I don't want to say it annoys me but I understand to all y'all servers out there I understand to ask the customer, are you okay? That's your job. But I don't really like being asked too much. Like, every time I come around, everything okay? Everything okay? Everything okay? It's like, you just laugh. Like, let me. can I just be in peace? I don't know. That's just me. I, I don't want to sound, like, picky or nothing. But, um, yeah, so I chilled it. And, um, I, like I did, I did a lot of sightseeing. Um... Then uh, I went to the, I, I got another lift. This time was from a dude named Brandon. Um, the, so what's funny is, that's when I learned with lift, you can't book, well, obviously you, you, you can't book, I think your payment and stuff don't go through until you rate it and everything. So when I went to go book it, I noticed the joint with Kenneth was still. So like I said, I was Twilight, so I'm like, all right. This is re- that, that that really happened. I didn't dreamt this whole thing. And plus, I looked on my Instagram. I saw the pictures I posted. So I was like, okay, obviously this is real. I really went to this place, this and that. So I'm like, yo, why not wake up feeling like that? So, so I so I text text the fam and I'm like, yo, did I fall asleep for you or something? He was like, well, yo, he was like, yeah, yo, he was like, he was just sitting here talking and all of something. He just heard me snoring and shit. I'm like, yo, holy crap. I haven't fell asleep on anybody in years. And I remember, like, notably one time I was on the phone with this dude I used to be cool with and this chick. And I had fell asleep on them. And I had the, uh, what's them joints was called? The Bluetooth in my ear. Like, I had, I fell asleep with it in my ear. And when I woke up, I thought I had a spy on my head, so I jumped up and yelled. But and then he talked about it the next day. So that's why I was I that was like when I was a teenager, like 
So I basically, in over a decade, I haven't fell asleep on anybody. And I told him, like, yo, it was just them drinks and that comfortable deal. That bed was so comfortable. Oh, man, that, that made me, that changed my perspective on pillows, too. I'm getting, I'm about to buy, like, some real comfy ass. Like, now when I go to, like, Bed Bath & Beyond or just any place that sells pillows, I'm going to really focus on what kind of pillow I want. A pillow can really help you sleep very well. I, and I know I should have known that. And mattresses, too, but... I don't know, like, I really have a, I look at them in a different light now. So, basically, that's how that one went. And, um, so then the dude brand, that was the uh, longest ride, pause. Uh, um, that one was an hour, I think an hour and a little, like, 15-minute ride. So, we was chopping up a lot, um... Brandon was, I think, I mean, just, I would say he was the youngest Lyft driver. You know, um, he was basically telling me how he never been to New York and this and that. So we just, you know, obviously we talked about that. Um, he tell, He's letting me know about spots he went to, and he's telling me about, like, what made him want to become a Lyft driver and how he's doing it for his daughter and stuff, his girl, he travels a lot, so he's going to start doing it like that. He said he traveled a lot as well, but he never been to New York. he been this place, I think he said he been to, like, Maine. He said he been to, like, North Dakota and South Dakota, which I never really heard anybody say they really been to. Like, I never thought of, like, you know, besides people who live in those states, never, well, live in those places, I should say, never thought about those places. He said it's cold, so I was like, never mind. I'm not going to know cold areas. The only cold area I would want to visit is Iceland, and that's because I heard it's nice out there. But I didn't say it to him, but Canada, I heard it's cold there, but I would want to visit. But I'm not looking at no cold areas, so if it's cold, count me out. So, you know, he basically let me know, like, you know, where's that. We, we basically talked about All-Star Week. He was letting me know how crazy it is. He was telling me, like, how he met, like, certain celebs, and he think is real cool. And that's what I think is dope, too, how down-to-earth some celebs are and how they take lips. You wouldn't think it, but he said he, he have driven Britney Spears, Tracy Morgan, and The Rock. And he said Tracy Morgan was the best one. He was uh, entertaining, and he was, like, even The Rock. Rock was uh, real cool to talk to. I was like, that's dope, like, you know, to know that these people, especially somebody like The Rock, his caliber to take a lift, that's humbling to me. Like, they don't, I don't know, that was just dope to me. So, you know, he dropped me off. Now, this last hotel is called the Dixie Hotel in West Hollywood. This shit sucked all the way. First off, it was a bad smell. One of the, it was two beds again. I think I'm going to get used to this two bed thing. I don't know. I, I just like that. But that, Last hotel was, I mean, it was in the hood, which I learned. I didn't know Hollywood had a hood side, and that's basically where I was. So, um, yeah, that, that last room sucked. Um, I got, I unpacked, did some sightseeing. No, 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 I, I freshened up, took a nap. I napped a lot, especially my first day, but... I'm looking at, like, this, my last night. So that was the night where I was going out. 
So before I went out, I did. I walked to the uh, Walk of Fame is up the block from where I was. Um, looked around all of it around there. Um, it's not as glamorous as I thought it would be. It just it really is not. It's, it's not Hollywood. I'm just call it early. Hollywood not that hyped up to be. It's not all that, but. Whatever. It's nice, but it's not, like, as ill as they make it seem like. At least where I was, which I started to learn, like, it's not it's certain parts of L.A. and, I guess, certain parts of Hollywood you got to go. But just Hollywood in general, eh, I, you, I could do without. Um, yeah, so that night, after I woke up from my nap, I got ready, and I took it. Now, I'm not going to lie, the last two lift drives I took, um, the last three, I'm sorry, because I took one going to the, the the spot. I had one coming back, and then I took one to the airport. They're not worth talking about. I really, it was just, I wasn't even focused, really. So, um, I went out. First, I went to Skybar, but I didn't, I didn't get in. And that's what I learned that nobody taught me, even the person who live out there, who I never got to link up with. No shots, but saying it what it is and this is my wisdom to give to any people who going to LA who never been and people in LA will agree with this if you're going to a party or something put yourself on a guest list early everything out there is guest list like it's it now the party scene is lit but you have to be on the guest list when I realized with the sky bar I wasn't on the guest list I I I emailed the place just to ask for the dress code because it's not like I'm in New York where I can just run back and just change or whatever and I don't I don't I don't want I didn't want to rent a car because I'm like I want to be drinking but you have to put yourself on a guest list at all spots um uh what I learned from the guy the bouncer at One Oak on Saturdays because I my last night was a Saturday Saturdays, they only care about the females. The only way guys get in if they on, like I said, guest list. There's no way a good guy can walk in. On certain spots, you can just walk in. And if you do walk in, you have to buy a table. You cannot do anything without buying a table. That's one thing about L.A. too. Um, salute to the girls and the promoter. Dude, if you're listening, I really... I don't think I even caught your name, or I can't really remember, but you look like a scooter, so I'm going to call you Scooter. Salute to Scooter. Uh, he, Because he was like, yo, to, for you to get, because remember, I'm by myself. So he was like, for you to get in, you got to pay 500 Because basically, you have to buy a table. Like, is the way they portray it as being glamorous and everything is like that. Like, that's that's real. That like the, the nightlife they portray on TV, that is real. Um, my location, I was, I was at Sun, on Sunset Boulevard, um, basically that whole strip, Sunset Boulevard, I don't know if that's the name of the area as well, but that's where all the partying be going down, one of those places, um, I think Beverly Hills being the other one, but like, they portrayed on those shows, Beverly Hills, and just everything you could think of, it's like that, you 
as a man, you have to buy a table. You have to. So he was putting me at a table with the girl. Salute to the girls, too. Oh, man. Um, I'm sorry. I only remember two of y'all names. And I'm probably saying the first one, Farida. I never heard your name. Remember, I was like, yo, Far, I think it's Fariba or Farida. Salute to you and Melanie. I just remember y'all too because I was mainly with y'all and I was dancing with y'all and I was kissing y'all. But um, that's all the details I'm going to get. I'm not putting no more details out there. Mainly because I was Twilight again. I don't really remember too much. But, um... Yeah, they. I I basically paid forty because I paid forty because uh, you buy a table with people and that's the big thing too. Girls are flocks out there. Y'all LA girls are fun as well. It's like I said for those who never been out there. What you see on TV, that's really how they be partying and stuff. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about with the LA thing that I wasn't feeling about, and I come on and touch on a little later. When I was out there, uh, we was I, I think the song was called Bubbly, something like that. The bouncer, like I said, they just let the girls and so it was a flock of girls, and one of the girls had a boyfriend with her, and they was going in. And I guess he made an announcement like, the guy's not getting in or whatever. So they walking in, and he, mind you, the, 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 boy, the guy, he's holding his girl, and... All of something, like, he's hugging her, like, you know, from the back, like, you know, like, booed up. And the bouncer, like, just, like, karate chopped in the middle of them. And he was like, oh, I guess you didn't hear me. No guys coming in. So he, like, it's my girl. So she's like, yeah, it's my boyfriend. He was like, listen, you can get in. He can't. So what you doing? You going with them or you going with him? She was like, but this is my friends and this is my boyfriend. He was like, yo, either you go in with them or you go in the, you uh, stay out here with him. Yo, she looked at him and was like, is it okay for me to go in? Now, me personally, I understand that those are her friends and all that. And I'm not just saying because I'm a man. It's like, yo, you got to stick by your man no matter what. But ladies, if you see a bouncer is disrespecting your man, why would you want to deal with that? Like, you tell your friends, like... Yo, he's not letting my man in. Because then it's like, I, I wanted to say to the dude, like, pull him to the side. Like, yo. Because the bouncer was being disrespectful. I don't even know. The dude didn't even do anything to him. So, that bouncer. And I don't, I'm not really a fan of bouncers anyway. They, they even do it in New York. Like, they swear they security, top cop and everything. That's why you always hear, like, those bouncers. Get, and I remember way back when, the last time I dealt with a bouncer... Well, it wasn't my fight, but we ended up beating the shit out of the bouncers and stuff because they was acting crazy to this dude I was with. Um, so, I, my thing is, I was like, yo, if that was my girl, we would have broke up. Like, you see this guy disrespect me, you worry about getting in. Like, we could have just went to another spot. So, I don't know. So, after that, when I saw that, I told Scooter, like, yo... If I got to deal with this guy, I know myself, and this is my 30th birthday. I'm not trying to fuck up anything. Like, So he was like, nah, you good, you good, this and that. So salute to you, Scooter. Thank you, um, Fariba or Farida and Melanie for the bottles. Because I, I only wanted one cup, but they was just buying bottles. And they, yo, I'm telling you, that glamorous lifestyle they portray on TV, that's real for the nightlife. 
Um, after that, um, you know, at the lit night, you got to hit a diner. If you don't hit a diner at the lit night, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So, I went to the diner. I uh, got me uh, some barbecue ribs, sweet potato fries, garlic bread, and a glass of rosé. And I uh, called in the night after that. Took another lift to the spot. You know, I'm in twilight. But it wasn't a, as good of a sleep as it was because, you know, the beds was crappy over there. I had two beds. One bed was nice. It was okay. I ain't going to say that. It was okay. The other bed was screwy. I sat down on it. It sounded like it was breaking. I'm like, yo, this is really some hood truck. And it was, and what sucked about that, they don't really have too many or really much, like, CVS and Walgreens around there. So it was like I wanted some water, and they don't got no, like, corner store. It was mad tight places around there. It was it's, it's real oriented, which is cool. But when you want like just a water, a bottle of water, it's tough to really come around. And the machine, the vending machine was broke, so yeah, I was I wasn't in the mood to drink that tap. I didn't trust that tap. So yeah, that's basically what it was for that one. Um, so the next morning, clock out at eleven. My last tour around uh, Hollywood, I walked around the uh, Walk of Fame again. Um, I saw some stars that surprised. I didn't know Kevin Hart had a star. That's what's up. You know, I don't think that's bad. I just, I was shocked. Um, I went to the Museum of Illusions. Uh, took some pictures. It's a nice little spot. And then I, I was going to go into Wax Museum, but then I was like, I don't really want to. I'll save that for another time. I know I should have. Everybody, that's the most talked about and most go-to spot when going to Hollywood. I know. But, um, so yeah, then I ended up just walking around the area. I went more towards, I forgot what the name of that area, but that's the area I'm going to stay in next time. Not Hollywood, but whatever is to the west of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That whole area, because that's where the beautiful houses are. That's where, that's near the Hollywood sign. Um, I forgot the name of the, the park. But that's where the Hollywood sign is. I didn't get a picture of it. I took pictures of like the areas though. But it was really nice. Um I I stopped by open houses. I was thinking like maybe I should move out here. I can't afford out at least those houses. I definitely can't afford it. I'm not flexing. I can't afford that. So that was pretty much it. I called the lift. I went to the area. Um, you know, I went to my airport, uh, grabbed something to eat, and, you know, I basically, I basically just slept the rest of the way there. So that was basically, I got home at, like, I got to New York at one fifteen in the morning, got home at 2.30 in the morning, then had to go to work in a few hours. But, um, yeah, so my lessons on my trip, I'm just, I'm taking all these chances, I'm creating it now, so that's what I'm doing. And one thing that I definitely learned from everything is, oh, you know, I still always have a plan A, plan B, plan C, and all that. But honestly, do what you love. Like one thing I learned from, especially the last two, well, not the last two lift drops, but the two lift drops that I mentioned, the last two I like named. Do what you love, like. 
they they out here they making it happen like you know I think we all should hustle like we like we got like rent doing everything like that's one thing I learned too I definitely need to push myself even more like because there's times where I won't say I procrastinate but I let my job make me become lazy and it's like I know I'm not gonna be here for the rest of my life why am I letting this job make me go lazy so yeah I'm definitely um pushing all my creative ideas and bring them to light. So that was basically my trip in L.A., definitely lit, worth it. Um, one thing I thought was funny that I don't know why I just want to mention this, but <laughs> I had a shirt that had uh, Craig and Day-Day from the Friday uh, series or sh- movies. I don't know why I said series. And, you know... Ice Cube being Craig, Mike X being Day Day. Now, I, I see. I I don't know where Mike Epps is from, but I know that Friday is L.A. based. So, a lot of people, no, everybody that talked about my shirt, all said the same thing. I know that's Ice Cube, but who's that guy on the side? And I'm like, it's, it's funny to me because, like, L.A., I guess Ice Cube is, like, the mayor of L.A., but, and that's what I said, I don't know where Mike Epps is, if he's from L.A. or whatever, but I thought, like, people in L.A. would know about Friday. Like, that's one, that's, dare I say, a classic? Like, that's a, you know, that's a hood classic, and I thought they would know. Now, what made me think, like, all right, maybe you're not really too familiar because Day Day was on next Friday, and... Uh, was it Friday at the next? So maybe they just saw like the first Friday, and the, and plus Ice Cube is like you know known like that. So, but I was like, damn, I'm surprised they didn't know that. But I don't know. I always thought that was fun. I thought that was just interesting to just bring up. But yeah, that was just basically my birthday trip, my dirty thirty. Uh, salute to me. Salute to all the Aquarius. Salute to all the February born. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to chop it up about that. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I'm about to wrap this up. Um, definitely got a lot of things coming for me. Uh, I say that every episode. I just I, I like to reveal stuff when it happens. So just stay tuned. A couple of things. Salute to everybody that rock out with me. Salute to all of y'all. Um, yeah, keep listening. Every All the platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes. YouTube, iHeart, Hood Heat, salute to y'all, everything. Appreciate everybody that's going down. Till next time, I'm out of here.